Welcome to our Portuguese Table Podcast. I'm Maria Lott and the Azorian Green Bean. And I'm Angela Samoz, and we're just two chicks dishing about Portuguese food, culture, and what it means to be Portuguese. So grab a glass of vinho or un copo de café and join us as we talk about our favorite foods, reminisce about growing up Portuguese, and interview some of our community's most successful chefs and food writers. So, so sit, sit down, down at our Portuguese, Portuguese table. table. Hello, hello, Maria. It's been forever. Hello, Miss Angela. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. It's Gosh. been a while since we just you and I have had a chat here. I miss you. I know I miss you too. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and hi everybody out there. Thanks for always sticking with us and listening to us. We appreciate your your support. But yeah, no, it's been a while. We've been back from Portugal. Almost a month. I was going to say the last time we talked, I think you were going to Portugal. Yep. So now that you've come back from Portugal, how was your month away? How was everything? It was it was great. You know, it, it was a different trip though in a couple ways. So uh, we we had taken Aurelia last time, but she was younger. She was not even two years old yet. So you know, was demanding as as toddlers are, but not so super active, right? I mean, right. We could kind of take her anywhere. And, uh, but now as a three and a half year old, you know, definitely has opinions on what she wants to do and not, and not want to do and things like that. And then I was working, like trying to mix in the work and the vacation. Whereas last time it was just purely vacation. So, um, so that was a little challenging, but also, but also good. I mean, cause I got to see the factory where my bench essential bench pad is made and, um, you know, it's up in Braga. So for the folks who are from Braga or, or live up there, it's actually not far from the soccer stadium. So it was really cool. I got to meet with the team that's building my app in Lisbon. And so, so and I got to spend a week up in Porto with my client. So it was like, it was good to mix in the, the work. Just like, see that, like to work there. That's a good work and fun mix. I mean, yeah. just being in Portugal and being able to take it all in and be at the same time doing some work. I, I think that's awesome. It's <laughs> yeah. a great way to do it. And, uh, and I will tell you, we know where every play structure in Portugal is. <laughs> Let me tell you. you know, I was going to say three and a half. Three and a half is the whole time for all my three girls, three was the hardest ages. Uh, for all three of them. It wasn't two, it was three, you know, yeah. and you're right. They're very opinionated. They're very, you know, assertive in their way of thinking and stuff. And, yeah. and they learn to say no very well. <laughs> yeah. well I, I was reading, I was reading something about three or, you know, at that stage and they're, you know, finding out who they are. And right now the world sort of revolves around them and, you know, I get it. And it's, it's fun and cute, but yeah, I mean, they're definitely coming into their own and their personality and have very specific likes and dislikes. And well, and I will say likes one day, th one thing and the same thing, dislikes the next day. Right. So <laughs> like, you yeah. ate this yesterday, like a whole plate. Now you won't eat it, you know, so. <laughs> That's right. You got to enjoy all the food while you yeah, were there. What was the best dish, Angela? Oh, hands down. Hands down, Maria. <laughs> and we've made it since we came back. It was scrambled eggs with alleda. Really? Oh, and my it was God. Actually, it was actually more of an omelet, but, oh, my God, Maria. So it was one of those things. So I'm not a foodie, right? So I'm, 
I don't want to say food is wasted on me, but there are very few times where I put something in my mouth and just said, I could eat this every day. Like, oh my God, this is so delicious. And that was one of them. And it was at a restaurant. I can't remember the name, but it's at the, um, the Kempkeno Bullring in Lisbon. Okay. And it's a, it's a place that serves tapas, right? Like Portuguese tapas. And um, yeah. Oh my God. It was just, I don't know, the combination of the, the strong flavor of the alieta with the scrambled egg was just really nice and fluffy. And oh man, I, I, I can't wait to actually, you know what I'm gonna do for Christmas? And I know we're gonna get to Christmas later, but I always make uh, for Christmas morning, we call them brunch eggs. It's more like an egg casserole where it's like you put layers of bread, like white yeah. bread, and then cheese, and then cooked bacon. And you put like three layers of all that and then pour scrambled eggs all over the top. So it kind of, you know, right. all the bread. and then you bake I, it. I do that. But instead of bacon, I use trees. Trees. Uh, well, this time, this time I'm going to use alieta. Oh, well, <laughs> see, the whole thing is, is I, now, alheta is obviously it's a sausage. It's a Jewish sausage originally. Yeah. And yeah. because they would make this sausage, alheta, with everything uh, in it except for pork. So they would use, and I think we discussed this in another podcast, yeah. you know, they, you know, every, you know, poultry and um, all different types of meats except for pork. And, and then they would smoke it, they would eat it just so that they wouldn't look out of place without having to eat sausage. But the thing is, is growing up, my mom and my dad never ate that. It was not something I grew up with. Okay. And so, the past uh, couple of years where all of a sudden I discovered the sausage and I love it. I, I'm right there with you. Yeah, um, we actually had it last night for dinner. Oh, it's so good. It really is. And for those that are out there that don't have never tried it before, absolutely try it. Yeah. The sausage is on the soft side on the inside yeah. Uh, now they now they do use pork. I think they've come around to it. It's no longer the Jewish sausage, but that is the originality of it. And now they do. It's kind of hard not to find it with it. They even make alheda with codfish. There's some with fish in it. I have dry. seen that. I haven't tried it, but I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so there's all different types of fillings in it, but it's on a softer side where a chorizo linguiça, or especially chorizo, you've got big chunks of meat and stuff, mm -hmm. and you can kind of. It's almost like if you like the blood sausage, the morsala. It's a soft consistency on the inside. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful when cooking it because it's very yeah. fragile. It'll explode. And yes. So if some people like them fried, uh, you know, you have to absolutely prick the casing with it and make sure, you know, you do it very gently. But my cousin taught me to do it in the oven. And I think I mentioned this to you. Oh, before. yeah, you did. Yeah. And, and it's so easy to do it and it doesn't splatter anywhere and mm -hmm. it's literally pricking it and just covering it in foil in a foil lined, um, you know, cooking dish and just put it in the oven at like 350 for like 40 minutes mm -hmm. and it's, it's done. It, it's, it's so, so good. Yeah. So you can so do that in your casserole. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is, cause you're right. I would say, I would go as far as to say it's mushy, really yeah. the soft. Right? So I'm going to just take it out of the casing and just sort of spread it all around. Oh, instead of trying to cut it. 
you know, I'm just going to um, just take it out of the casing completely and then just spread it all around. And I, I'm so excited to try it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before we go into Christmas, we have to yeah. talk about our holiday we just had, which was Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, yeah. Actually, before we go there, I just have to give one shout out to one of our listeners, Danielle Pimentel. Just going back to the Portugal trip real quick. She had recommended going to Maria Catita restaurant in Lisbon. So we went and it's super cute. It's a little touristy, so it's a little expensive. But I mean, the food was really good. The decor is super cute. It's in the Baisha. So I would, I'll put the, the, the website for anybody that wants to go there. And it's, but yeah, no, it's super cute. And then I have a story for you, Maria, because <laughs> we had talked about, I think, bacalhau, like different ways to do bacalhau in a, in a past podcast. And you had talked about the bacalhau Zé de People, something like yes. that. Yes. So we're at a friend's house for lunch and they put this big platter of bacalhau in front of us. And I immediately, I thought of you, I was like, oh my gosh, what do you call that? And and sure enough, the the mother of the house says, "Oh, it says Zed the people," and I was like, "Yes, Maria was right." <laughs> so it's totally that's the name. So we'll have to. Isn't it fantastic? Yes, it was delicious. It really, really uh-huh. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll put the link to to we'll find a, a recipe online or something, and, and we'll we'll post it. But yeah, no. So just a quick wrap up. So the, the trip was great. I mean, uh, oh, awesome. a month. It sounds like a long time, but even then, you know, you you could spend so much more time there. The, the only bummer is that we got sick and all of us got sick <laughs> like towards the end. So uh-huh. the, the, the traveling home was less yeah. than enjoyable. I, would say. I, I find as I get older, it takes me longer to recoup from traveling. Yeah. Now, you know, granted to the mainland, it's a little, it's a little longer. It's six hours, if I'm not mistaken from here from the East coast to go to the mainland versus four hours that it takes to go to the Azores or right. four and a half. But even at that, you know, my hands swell, my feet swell. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I can't wear my, my wedding rings and for, you know, a few days and stuff. And it's, it, yeah, it, it takes a toll. I, you know, yeah. I, and I think as you get older, it takes a toll on your body to readjust. <laughs> it does. It's the I, shitty, I mean, it's the bad things that happen when you get older. It is. And I, you know, I keep finding myself saying like, oh, that sucks to get old. And this is what happens when you get old. I mean, like I'm 80 or something. Right. But still, <laughs> like, things you. like, and I just went to, to get a new prescription for my glasses. And they, even the eye doctor was like, well, you know, 40 is that age where your eyes start to deteriorate. And like, oh, oh thank my God. God. I have a shot of whiskey or something. <laughs> it's You're so, yeah. and i'm like oh everything's just gonna go down the toilet <laughs> oh. <laughs> no yeah. at 40 you're still a baby please so you yeah you are you're still a baby but i i'm glad i'm so glad you guys had a great time and yeah um, also sorry i'm like on another thing another thing but yeah. um very thankful. One thing I am thankful about with my daughter is that she loves fish with vinegar. So, oh. yeah. So, like, dinner for her, total piece of cake. Like, the eating thing was not difficult because we're like, Peixinho com vinagre? Okay, let's do it again. <laughs> you know, wow. for the 10th time in a row. And, and she would eat it up. The little yeah. one, that's very uh, mature. 
Yeah, she loves pickled things. Um, like she'll chew on a lemon. She has a very, I guess, uh, salty or savory palate. Yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah. I can't get mine. My, my, and they're in their twenties to do that. Let alone <laughs> I'm a half year old. That's awesome. They'll be like, oh, it's too sour. Oh, okay, whatever. Oh, All right. yeah. So anyway, so it was great. I, and I'll, I'll include some pictures in our post on the on the website. But yeah, it was great. Oh, but, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was nice. It was um it was kind of quiet because my one of my daughters is in Italy. So our big celebration will be for Christmas when she comes home. Okay. And my and my other daughter um that lives out of state will also be coming home with her fiance because That's right. Wedding planning. Next year it's all about a wedding, folks. It's all about a wedding. <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah, it's very quiet, but the thing is, is, and this is something I think I, I've said this before, but Thanksgiving to me is the most Portuguese-esque kind of, um, of holiday because you're, you're, it's all around that table. It's all about being around that table. Yeah, it is all about and, the food. Yeah. It's all about being there with food, with family and you know it's we don't need we don't do that once a year, folks. You, you know we we, we do that almost every week. every weekend. <laughs> so you know, so the thing is, is people are like, oh my god, I have to make this for enough people, and you're thinking, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, you know, this is this is it's okay, but yeah. at the same time, you know, it's it's just always wonderful to get together with um, with family and to take the time to say we're thankful because, and now my, one of my sister's uh, grandchildren, so is now, you know, Emma's going to be nine, you know, and of course her, her thing every year since she's been able to, to ask is, you know, everyone has to go around the table and say what they're thankful for. That's Yeah. And, and that's a, a tradition that has been, um, Ever since, like I said, ever since she was little, like we, we go around the table and we talk about what we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, it, it's important. It's important to let and hear everybody at that table know that um, that they're important and they're and we're thankful for them. Cause well, it's also a good reminder of the purpose of the holiday, right? Correct. Correct. It's not just about the turkey on the table. It's about. No, it is not. It's not about the food that's at the table. It's about the people that are surrounding that. And and the thing is, is, and that's not just family. It's also friends because not everybody has a big family. Their friends are their family. So it's, um, again, it's, it's who's there around you. That's the most important. And, um, did you, were you the one who cooked this year or was it your mom? No. So, um, so this year we actually went to my dad's side of the family. So we have to rotate like three families. And so it's been, it's been a good five, six years since we've been to that side. So my grandfather was one of 11. And so wow. the, Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving on that side is always a family reunion, which means there's, wow. 200, there's 200 people. Yes. 200. <laughs> yeah so we have to rent a hall and it's a potluck so everybody brings something so i made a big uh pan of brussels sprouts but yeah i think there were four turkeys this year and yeah just four or five 
eight foot tables end to end full of food with desserts and everything. And I'm going to repeat that number. 200 people, 200 people. Yeah. I'll, I'll post a picture. Wow. There were probably, yeah. Good. 10 tables. Wow. That's awesome. So, um, so it was, it was really good to see people I hadn't seen, uh, in a long time. And, you know, I always feel so bad that it's because so much time passes in between. I like forget names and I'm like, Oh my God, I know you're my cousin, but I forget your name. <laughs> 200 people. I mean, really at this point, you should be wearing name tags. You know, it's a lot yeah. of no reason. Good, actually. <laughs> good. <laughs> so it was good. So no, but I, I was kind of bummed that I, I wasn't able to cook the whole uh, dinner this year. Cause last year I made um, Portuguese stuffing for the first time and it was really, really good. So, mm. May have to uh, just you know make a turkey and and stuffing on a odd day and just so that we have it you know yeah I do that sometimes if it, if we do it at my sister we take turns and usually it's at my sister Adeline's house also and yeah. we all bring stuff and but at the end you know we always take a little bit to make sandwiches the next day because there's always plenty of food but yeah. I always make um, not the whole turkey but I do the turkey breast just okay. so I have you know, more turkey and do that stuff here at home. Yeah. Uh, the leftovers is the best. Uh, yes. I'm the best. But you know what I did last year that I actually was kind of impressed with myself because it was totally impromptu and, uh, but it turned out really great was I made a turkey chowder Ooh. and I used the leftover mashed potatoes and the leftover corn and like kind of everything that was left over. And I just put it all then, you know, made a, uh, the base with the flour and the milk and right, the room, the room and then, yeah. yeah and added in I think I can't remember if I used I think I used chicken stock or something like that but yeah it came out really good so I almost missed not being able to make the the, the turkey chowder <laughs> more, than, more than the turkey itself but um so now that Thanksgiving is over it's the the next thing is Christmas it's all I about mean, Christmas you know, the thing with Christmas growing up, my my mom really loved Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all I know is I remember being young and in St. Michael and, and having Christmas as well as coming here and having Christmas and how Christmas was always here. And then now I try to take some of those same traditions that I had, you know, growing up and continuing them my children yeah Uh, you know and one of the things my mom always did is she would have a presep which is the christmas village you know with the crash and um you know my dad would go out and he would make sure he would bring all the greens from outside and bring them in and they would grow wheatgrass um, oh. months beforehand. So we would have tubs of like wheatgrass that would be like put in between. And, and I remember moss, like live moss, you know, f- and having that. So it was like this elaborate way of doing it. And in, when I was little in St. Michael, it was like the whole wall of a di- of our dining room and it was live trees. The trees would come in kind of thing. Wow. Oh yeah. It was elaborate and it was the whole side of the thing. And then when 
we immigrated here, she could not bring all of those hand-painted clay terracotta, um, you know, figurines and stuff. She just brought like a handful of stuff that was her favorite. So here we had a, um, you know, we lived in the three family and there was like a built-in, how can I explain it? A bookcase, like a large bookcase built in into the wall. And she would use the one of the shelves as the village. Okay. So, yeah. So it was, you know, it was from, from there. And then, of course, my children always remember it. And it was always really great to look at it and to see what was going to be new for the year. And then when she passed, um, passed away, my my sisters didn't want it. So I have it. And so now I do it. I do that every year. But oh I, yeah, so I kind of, um, but I've built up from it because every time I go back to St. Michael, I always try to get more of the hand-painted uh, terracotta stuff. So one year I went back and I got all these little houses because, you know, there's a village, but I didn't have many little houses. So I, I got more of those. And then one year, my cousin, Jean-Manuel and his wife, Anna, they sent me a surprise by mail, uh, a package, and it was village people, all different village people. <laughs> so I so I had more people in my village to add in so it's 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 really neat it's it's just really you have to have you set it up already are you in the process no i'm in the process okay you have to send pictures when it's done so we can include it in the post (laughs) and what's what's funny in all this is one of my favorite pieces that was original pieces of also that my mom had is a little um a little pig pen with a little pig in it. And it's like the, the little pig pen with the little yeah. room and the little place where they go and eat. And it's just like, oh my God, it's just, it's so cute. It's just That's so cute. So yeah. this might show my generation or I don't know, but when you said pig pen, I thought of the Charlie Brown character. <laughs> <laughs> no, an actual pig pen. <laughs> There are a few families out here that I know do the Giuseppe or the the whole village. We never, my family never did it. We do the the nativity scene for sure. Right. We we have the what we call the crash, right? The the stable. Um, Yeah. We never um, built the whole village, but I've always admired the work that goes into it. So. The thing is, is the crash is the center, of course. It's always the highest. And uh-huh. everyone is heading towards it. Towards kind of, it. Right, you know, right. The village okay. below around it kind of thing. It's it's right. always a different way of doing it. So each year I, I try to add another little piece. And last year I was telling Bob, I need more trees. <laughs> so I need to find more trees. So I, uh, it, it, in it, so each year it's like a little bit more. but. It's like uh, the bowls. How many more bowls do you need? How many more trees do you need? Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, but what's funny is, is one year I was just like, I, I don't know from what it was. I was just tired. I couldn't. I'm like, you know what? This year, I'm just not going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I, you know, we'll put the tree up. And now I, I have to tell you, just like my mom loved Christmas, I love Christmas as well. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have 
three trees. I have. I usually do three trees in my house. I do our regular tree that you know my husband and my girls go and pick out the tree. That's their tradition, and so so we'll have to wait till till my daughter, one of my daughters, Sarah, comes back from from Italy. So she'll come back in another couple of weeks. So he'll go with her and and Rebecca and they'll go look for the tree. And then I have a smaller artificial tree that I use all my older uh, glass ornaments that my mom would have. And some that I also have and Mm -hmm. like the old fashioned ornaments. So that's that tree. And then I have another tree where it has all the the little ornaments that when they were little and they would make. Oh, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have that. And then I've, I've got too many trees. I'm just going to stop right there because it's um, <laughs> my poor husband every year goes, Maria, do you think we should kind of like downsize on these? <laughs> yeah. I don't have room for multiple trees. So we just do the one, but yeah. But- we have family members, yeah, that do multiple trees. So maybe someday I'll be in a house big enough where we can do multiple trees. But it's not that my house is that big, Angela. Oh, no, really? <laughs> <laughs> I find the room. So help me, I find the room. I think we can fit a tree here, Bob. No, Maria, we really can't. Yes, we can. We can fit it right here in this corner. That's Before funny. Me. He's a saint. Yeah. He really, he deserves a medal. He really does. But no, but as soon as, like, like I said, one year, I just, I just couldn't do the, the, the village and my girls were upset. My girls were upset. They're like, it's not Christmas without it, mom. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right. So every okay. year, I know. yeah, it's, it's just those traditions that just have that to keep. That reminds me of the year, um, not to go back to Thanksgiving, but our mothers and grandmothers, you know, decided that they didn't want to peel I don't know, four bags of potatoes. So they used instant potatoes one year. And oh. we, it was like, a, it was like a rebel revolt, like from the family. Like, what is this? Oh my God, have we used instant potatoes? This is just so wrong. It was hilarious. It was so one time wrong. And never again. <laughs> you know, I have to say, it's one of those things where, you know, the the things you look forward to when you come home, like especially if you've gone away and you grew up with tradition and then you move away, when you come home, you want those traditions to stay the same. You, are you don't right. want anybody to mess with how you make it, where you make it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because it's like comforting and it makes you feel like home and you know it is comfort. You you hit it on the nose there. It is comfort because all of a sudden it is those childhood memories that come back that you want to relive again and you want to share it and you want to, you know, also, you know, show your children and um, to make sure that it it keeps going, you know, those traditions keep going. I know. So we, we are coming up. We just have about 10 minutes left because we, um, Everybody, we're going to try and, and reduce the time of our podcast. No, I, I, I have to, yeah, I have to say this. You know, we we really try to make it uh, on like forty five minutes, but sometimes we're really enjoying talking mm-hmm. to each other. So the time flies by for us, folks. It really does. 
And then we look at the time and we go, oh my God, we've been talking this long. And, and then our poor sound guy, Scott, is like going, oh my God, these women can't shut up. But, yeah. you know, we really, we really do enjoy talking. And, and I know there are a lot of you that, that are really enjoying this uh, podcast. And I mean, we've got over 7,000, is it over 7,000? I think oh, so. Um, yeah. but, the comments we, but the comments we get are so encouraging and so nice to hear. So for those of you that have already sent in comments, thank you so much. And, and for those of you who are thinking about it or find yourself enjoying this podcast, just send us a quick note because it keeps us going, you know, because we don't get paid to do this. We're, we're doing it because it's fun and we want to share our experiences with you. And, and uh, you know, it's yeah. uh it's fun. But if there's somebody out there with, that wants to advertise on our okay, podcast, that's right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> we will gladly speak to you about that yes, uh, yes. because uh, we are always open to opportunities. Absolutely. And, and this year is, is coming really closely to an end here. I know. So, so unlike Thanksgiving, Christmas will be at our house. So I will be doing all the cooking uh, for both Christmas well, Eve and Christmas Day. And so, as we know, Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving bacalhau, right? Has to be bacalhau. It has to be fish. Absolutely. And, uh, so I'm curious if you have a specific bacalhau dish that you normally make, because I haven't really decided which one I want to make. Like, do I make just bacalhau cozido? Do I make bacalhau gumsa? Do I try to make bacalhau con natas, even though I've never made it before? Like well, I'm curious. Bacalhau, is the easiest thing. So that's not even a, a, a thing to even worry about. Okay. The, uh, the bacalhau again, another easy thing. I like that one. That one is my go-to one. Yeah. It, it's the uh, yeah. Because, I mean, it's all, you know, all things you can prep beforehand. Uh, you know, you can boil your eggs beforehand, boil your potatoes, get your fish cooked you know, saute your onions. I mean, you can all do that like the day before and assemble everything and, you know, olive oil, put it in, take it out, put your eggs and olives on top, you know, parsley, chopped up parsley on top and it looks fantastic. So it, to me, that's my, my go-to one. But the natas is also very easy and so good. And the last time when I was in St. Michael, my cousin, uh, Romanois wife, Anna, made bakirakunatas. Uh, and it was so, so good. But instead of her frying the potatoes, mm-hmm. she used boiled potatoes. Okay. She did not fry them. She actually bo- uh, boiled them and cut them up and, and so that they were small little pieces of potato, but they were, instead of fried, they were boiled. And I thought it even tasted, that's not the traditional way, but okay. you don't have to fry them if you don't want it, folks, okay. because it tasted fantastic. I, I did not miss the frying. So I then remember. what about the natas part? Like, how do you make your natas? The natish is uh, a white cream. So you're mm-hmm. going to use the, um, what do you call it? The heavy cream. Okay. Um, I, I have it somewhere. I know I've got the recipe somewhere. Now you're asking me. And I'm like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Which one um, do you make? Do you make the same one every year or do you like change it up every year and make a different bucket of dish? I usually, I usually make the gumshtsa. Yeah. I've made that before. I made it, I made it last year for my 
when I, I took it to, to my aunt's house yeah. and it is fairly easy. It, it's t- a little time consuming because of the prep, but yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's like, it's, it, it, everyone loves it. It always, and the thing is, is like I said, it's the prepping. You, you just have to prep beforehand. If, if you yeah. do it in a way that all those things are done, then once it's time to assemble and put it together, it's like, it's a no brainer, but yeah. it's just prepping. Personally, I like a lot of onions in mine because Mm -hmm. sauteed, it's sweet and it just adds such good flavor to it. So I I like a lot of onions in mine. It does. And the funny thing is, is when you talk about, you know, chopping up the onions into like really thin, thin, thin rounds or half moons, I usually do half moons. Mm -hmm. By the time I start my skillet, like it's just massive amounts of onions because (laughs) when you when you cook it down it really uses yeah so you know so when people say oh my god you're gonna cut like you know whatever how many pounds of onions well yeah you need it because (laughs) it it really reduces down and caramel almost caramelizes um so so good Mm, now now i'm thinking of that Mm. i know so what do you um is there anything else traditional for christmas eve or is it like christmas morning you have like Christmas, we always have a liqueur and that's something that I'll be making um really soon. I already have some of the um the lemon peels and orange peels already um soaked in the grain alcohol right. <laughs> to make the liqueur. So um so for Christmas Eve I have homemade uh liqueurs as set up in the table. I always have my dried figs stuffed okay. with uh, nuts in it, always. I don't know why. It's either almonds in it or walnuts in it. But I've got to always have a figs at the table. Then I always have uh, sweet bread. Sweet okay. bread is made um, around Christmas for in my family. It's always made fresh for Easter as well as for Christmas. But, of course, for Easter you have the... The eggs on top for Christmas, there are no eggs, obviously. The eggs are only at Easter time. And I also always have rice pudding at the table mm-hmm. because you got to have, uh, if it's done right, you can have your sweet bread slice with a piece of a rice pudding right on top. It's amazing, the combination together. And for those oh, that haven't tried it, Okay, I've never done that. The uh-huh. the top of the, oh, interesting. That was my, my dad's favorite way to eat it, was to eat it together like that. Okay. So, and it's funny because I was talking to someone else and they were like, oh my God, have you ever had sweet bread with rice pudding on top? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. And then I always have um, different cakes. So the coconut lemon cake is always like something that's like, it, it's mm-hmm. got to be. And then of course the Keja des Lait mm-hmm. is always something that's at the table. Do you guys do the king's bread, the Bautre? I have not. My, uh, my girls um, and uh, my husband, they're not big candied crystallized fruit people. So if I have it, it's basically me that would eat it. And uh, so I usually, if I'm having like a a whole big, huge amount of people over, then I I might do that and have it there. But for the most part, not 
not for my family. I don't know why mm-hmm. they they don't. It's not their it's not their favorite. So um, you know, it's funny. I, 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 I have yet to meet somebody who really really loves it. And yeah, but yet if you go to so the one store that we have here, uh, Bacalhau Grill Trade Right to buy Portuguese stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about there, but when you go there during Christmas, they have stacks and stacks of bolche. And I'm like, yeah. who's eating this thing? Because I don't know anybody <laughs> that likes it, but maybe people buy it just because of the tradition of having I it. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, that it is a traditional thing, but I know someone sent me a recipe for me to try and I've got to try it. And it's bull de hyena instead of the, Oh. The, the king, it's the queen's cake. Okay. And it did not have all that crystallized candy fruit. Yeah. And um, so that one, I, I've got to, I've got to find that and experiment and I'll let you know how that comes out. But yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was a different way of doing it, which looked to me better than the other one. Yeah. But it's, it's always that. And I always have, um, besides the bacalhau, uh, dish, we always have casola in okay. uh, in sandwiches because that's something that's really um, easy for people to pick at and yeah. um, and little party rolls. And the other thing that I do is I do the the chorizo and peppers. Okay, um, like and I pickled thing or no, like a sauteed. No, I sauteed um, the chorizo. And with um, the red peppers or green peppers, whatever you like, and onions and all that. And I cut the shredis in little pieces. And the same thing with the the peppers. So things are very small. They're not big, big pieces at all. And you saute it. And I add a little bit of tomato, um, not tomato sauce, but tomato paste. So it kind of thickens everything up a little. And that goes into little sandwiches also, little um finger sandwiches so oh, it's like it's little uh and it's spicy i always make that spicy so people want to you know they'll they'll drink even more and uh so yeah and then my daughters always ask me and the i positive i have it on my on my website it's it'll be in book number two but it's um a chocolate tart that i make that is to die for <laughs> it is so decadent, and the crust of it is using the Maria biscuits, and you crumble them up into breadcrumbs, like real fine breadcrumbs, and with um, with added butter to it, it makes this amazing crust in the tart. And then everything is, um, you know, melted down chocolate, um, dark chocolate. And then a fresh whipped cream on top of that. And you make it in stages. And it makes a really large, like the largest tart pan you can find, it makes that size. And it, on the top of it, after it, it you do the crust first and you do, once that's done and it's baked and all that, then you add the melted chocolate with the um, the heavy cream and, and all that other fun stuff that's in it. And then it goes in the fridge and then you add, take it out and you make another layer and that's your, your heavy cream, whipped cream um, that goes on top and that goes back in the fridge. And then the very last thing is shavings, chocolate shavings on top. 
And I tell you, it is, it is. So it's not good for the diet. There is no diet for holidays. <laughs> uh, that sounds delicious. So, so if you have, you um, have to make sure we have it on your website so we can include the link to that. It is, it is absolutely on my website. And like I said, it'll be on in book two because that's the one recipe my girls always ask for me to make. Mom, are you making the chocolate tart? Yes, I'll make the chocolate tart. <laughs> and, and the other thing that's not uh, a traditional Portuguese recipe, but it is something that I make for my girls all the time, and that is uh, cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. Gosh, that's just such a comfort food. I mean, it really is. The, the smell of cinnamon is just, you immediately think of Christmas and this time of yeah. year. It's so nice. Yeah. And when I make it, I make enough to give away. Oh, nice. So, so I always uh, make like a double batch of, of it so that one goes to each of my sisters and then my nieces and, you know, and all that. But my daughter, Erica, who lives out of state already yesterday, she's like, mom, you're making uh, cinnamon rolls, aren't you? I'm like, yes, I'm making cinnamon rolls. <laughs> so it's, it's on the list. Don't worry. It's on the list. It's on the list. But yeah, it's so well, good. It's, it's I got to go, go make my shopping list. I'm sitting here thinking, well, uh, all these good ideas. And if I don't uh, write them down, I'm going to, I'm going to forget. But uh, <laughs> well, you know what we should do? We should actually like list out on, on the blog post or when we post the, the episodes, like list out, you know, Maria's Christmas menu and Angela's Christmas menu. That would be cool. That would be cool. I yeah. like that. And All then right. we put like recipes where we have. So we'll do that. We'll do that for you folks. Okay, cool. And we have come to the end of our podcast. We have. We are actually a few minutes over, but again, we just, we could keep going, but we won't. We won't. (laughs) We won't do it. We won't do it. We promise. We promise. All right, honey. This has been a lot of fun. Good to catch up. It's been, uh, it's been a while, but um, now that we're, we're back and, and back in the swing of things, uh, it won't be so long in between our conversations. Absolutely. And as always, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yes, for sure. Well, have a good rest of your evening. And and Boosh Fashtish. Boosh Fashtish. That's right. It's Boosh Fashtish time. It is. It is. Mm. All right, Maria. Thanks, everybody out there for listening. If you haven't uh, posted a review on iTunes, please do so. And if you haven't subscribed, click that subscribe button. And of course, share these podcasts with friends and family who you know will appreciate them and get a good laugh and maybe a good cry (laughs) listening to our stories. Um, And we really appreciate all your support and continuing to listen. So thanks everybody. And Boish Festus. Boish Festus. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to our Portuguese table podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so on SoundCloud or iTunes. And all episodes can be found on our website at www.ourportuguesetable.com. You can also reach us at feedback at ourportuguesetable.com with comments, questions, or suggestions. Até a próxima! próxima.